Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 54. My guest today is Jose Aviles. Jose and I have been connected for a couple of years through the online community called Freedom, which we'll get into a whole lot more. We initially connected because he was running virtual summits and someone says, you have to meet Jamie. She helps with virtual summits. We connected he actually interviewed me for his virtual summit a couple of years ago. It's been one of those um, really great relationships. He is so incredibly genuine. He is so incredibly smart. And he is so giving of his time, his thoughts, and his energy. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better interview to be bringing to you today. Jose is the co-owner of Freedom, that community that he and I met in. He bought it not that long ago, so it is still a new endeavor for him. And it's an online community with a membership, which was a perfect topic to bring onto the podcast because he bought an established membership and is continuing it and morphing it and doing all these amazing things. And as a business owner, as someone who uses the online tools and repository and runs their business online, a lot of the things that Jose and I talk about in this episode are relevant to you if you ever want to make your business saleable or if you ever think about purchasing a business, what to look for, and how to create and continue and foster community as the community changes hands, literally and figuratively. So before we get into today's interview with Jose, I want to remind you of the Call with Jamie URL. All you have to do is go to callwithjamie.com, C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com, and you get to book a free 15-minute call with me. And what we do on that call is I open the floor to you. What do you want to hear about on the podcast? How do you want me to communicate to you so that you and your business can benefit each and every time we get connected? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Is there a specific tool you want to talk about? The idea behind this call is just for you to dump on me so that I can provide you value. That's the reason why I have this podcast is because I want to make sure that the best right next tech tool for you is available to you and you can feel confident implementing it into your business or know that I'm here to help you and guide you along the way. Other ways that you can work with me are listed over in my Member Vault. Remember, I did that series back a few episodes ago, all about Member Vault. And the Tech of Business Member Vault is available at techofbusiness.com forward slash vault. And inside there, you'll see that I have the Tech Audit and I have the Tech Tamer Intensive. And I have an email marketing flush, which is a service where I go in and I get it organized so that you can actually use your email marketing to support your business. I am super motivated and incredibly grateful when you invite me into your business to just 
get the tech working for you again. But enough about me. Let's get into this conversation with Jose. He is so, so delightful. And I hope that you join freedom and that you understand what freedom is all about from this episode. Let's get to it. Jose, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. We have known each other in the online space for a couple of years now, and I just love what you're doing, what you did before, what you're doing now, and all of that stuff. So welcome to the podcast, and can you take a couple moments and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Really glad you, you invited me. Um, just a couple of minutes on about me. Um, not to bore everyone with the, with the backstory, but um, by profession, a mechanical engineer. Uh, I did project management for Incorporate America for about 10 years. And then I have always been an entrepreneur. Even in, in college, I was selling stuff on eBay. So I've always had the entrepreneurial bug. Um, as, as I was going into Corporate America, I realized that what the lifestyle and the things that I wanted to do, the, the way that the Corporate America was, it wasn't conducive to that. I wanted to spend a lot of time with my kids. I wanted to, you know, be able to just like be have, have flexibility and whatnot. And even though I had a great job, it wasn't conducive to that. It was always, you always had to be on, you know, for the call for the boss. And anyhow, having, having that entrepreneurial side, I always wanted to do something on my own. So I started meddling with online uh, a long time ago, almost 10 years ago. I, and kind of got, you know, into the rabbit hole of internet marketing and all that it comes. I tried almost everything you can think out there, like like private label, private label products, ebooks, niche products, and it was and it was I was all over the place. I had entrepreneurial ADD every time that <laughs> new email come in. I was like, oh, I need that, and I would buy it and then read the first page or go through the first module and then move on to the next thing. And it was always like that. And it wasn't up until a couple of years ago that I found someone, uh, I found Ryan Lee, which is kind of the, the, my mentor. And the first thing he said is, hey, man, you need to focus. So <laughs> I, I took that to heart. I went to a market that I had no idea what it was, um, uh, had no experience on. I, was, I had some interest, which is the prepper and survival market. I had interest on it, but I had no experience. And kind of work through a lot of the kinks of just just focusing on one thing and trying to make it work, giving something a, a shot for a long time. And then help with help from Ryan, I kept I, I launched my first summit, I uh, had some success. And then the sec I did my second, my third summit, and it was all it was kind of kept the get uh, a snowball effect. Um, and then I launched a membership site on that niche, which I still have uh, still going strong. And yeah, it was kind of like just things started working. I was able to quit my, my corporate job, mm -hmm. um, which allows me a lot more time with the kids, which is it's amazing. I have two kids now. And yeah, and then as of last year, then we kind of started, I started a few years ago, started taking clients. And then as of last year, I had some bandwidth and I approached Ryan with um, some options. And then we kind of made, made the deal work. And we, me and along with my, with my partner, Oscar, we were able to to purchase freedom.com 
That is awesome. Yes. I mean, and I have been a member of the Freedom Community for a couple of years. And so I've kind of watched this. And what Ryan built was an incredible repository of content that is for online entrepreneurs. It's freedom, F-R-E-E-D-Y-M dot com. But what happened was Ryan was always is a serial entrepreneur and we all know that Ryan's a serial entrepreneur and so he started a new venture and there became an opportunity for you and Oscar your business partner to purchase freedom and take it over and so I really wanted to take this conversation today in the direction of buying an established online business. And in your case, you bought an established membership site. You already had experience running your own membership site and having online success. And I think that there are a lot of things that people are going to be able to pull out of this episode, both from starting a membership site from scratch, but also positioning that membership site possibly in the future for someone else to come in and buy it. And then also as a buyer of an established environment. So I think we can go on and on and on about this, but I'm curious, let's start with why with the prepper from the summits, why you decided to go into a membership site with, uh, with that, um, that niche. So the main reason was because I've, you know, I've, I belong at the time to certain membership sites and I was satisfied with them. And I always saw the opportunity of, I don't, I don't have to sell every month. Like with the summits, it was living to an extent from launch to launch. So you mm-hmm. had a summit you put together in, in, let's call it three months to be, you know, on average. Uh, so every three months I had this huge spike of income and then it would drop out, drop, drop down, drop down until the next one. So it was always kind of racing that launch and we were lucky and, and we were able to uh, grow after everyone so everyone got bigger and bigger and bigger so it wasn't mm-hmm. like we were inconsistent but the this the um, it was always turning the wheel like it, it, it wasn't it was freedom to an extent because you always had to uh, to you, you you had the ability to do it virtually from whatever which always have to always had to be worrying about the next launch and the next launch and the next launch and having to sell every time, having to either find other, other, other leads and new customers or having to create or, or trying to get those who bought to buy again. So it was kind of a, you living on, at the end of the month, you were always starting with from zero. With the membership side, we saw an opportunity, I saw an opportunity that was more along the lines of, I can build on what I sold last month. Uh-huh. Yes, there's going to be some drop off, but I could continue to do the same level of work and have a lot more consistency and, and know that it'll take longer. But at the end of the day, it was more of a steady increase and steady flow of consistent income. And, and what I found was that people, uh, and this is a shift that I've kind of noticed, is people are less interested in owning stuff and they're, they're more interested in to to have in having access to stuff so to a degree um, we were having more success uh, have letting people access a larger uh, library of content for for a lower price than selling them a specific thing at a higher price so if that makes sense yeah no that makes really good sense so what you're saying is instead of selling a thousand dollar course that you have lifetime access for 
sell a $100 a month membership that you can cancel at any time. And by people paying a lower price point, getting full access, they end up staying longer. So that that quotient, you know, that di- differential between that is a 10 month of membership. So if they pay for 11 months of membership, then they've then their lifetime value is higher as a membership site um, member as opposed to a lifetime purchaser. And the other advantage that I know of with um, with membership sites that um, I think we'll probably dig into a little bit here is that when you're adding new content, those are great ways to spike your membership. But when you want to add something new to a course – then it's like, okay, so am I creating version two? What happens with my version one clients? You know, exactly. and kind of there's a little bit of um, of a, a difference right there. I've definitely seen a trend in this continuity type environment. And I really like the way that you said people like to have access. And access is what they're looking for. You know, if you are thinking about creating something, giving access more so than giving lifetime is probably something worth considering. Yeah. And a good example is um, I used to, I'm a a huge into movies and um, I used to collect all sorts of DVDs and just have, I have all all these movies that I owned. Right. And if you look at now, I don't, I don't really own anything any any dvds unless it's like a special edition indiana jones something right but <laughs> the, but the reality is like i pay for access through netflix to have access and, and 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 amazon to have access to movies access to programming that i don't really want to own like stuff that is um and to a degree amazon has done a really good job with their prime yeah. membership because now i'm a prime member if i'm going to go buy something i might as well just go to amazon to buy it so it's funny because I've read studies that the average, the average Prime member spends about $1,200 a year on Amazon versus the non-Prime member spends about $500. And that's a huge discrepancy. And that's, I can't tell you it's because of Prime members, but I know what I'm going to go buy something. I already get free shipping with Amazon. That's where I go. So right. it's this value to just be a part of a community, part of a membership or something that you're already paying. Um, to consume. Yes, 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 absolutely. I am like thinking like my, my brain is firing on like all cylinders. And it's, you know, it's interesting because when you were talking about Netflix and Amazon Prime um, video, my first thought was I like those services because they are a built-in catalog. It is so much easier to find something that you want to watch or you want to consume because it's it's a linear, it's a library, you can search it, things like that. If you still had that stack of DVDs that you have lifetime access to, you have to rifle through them. Maybe you maybe your kid decided to build a fort with them and they're all out of order. You don't get that with the online environment when there are catalogs and search and things like that. So I definitely see that there is some way of this membership site being very tangible for people to understand. Um, now, I, with the uh, environment that, you know, the one that you've built, the, the Prepper membership site, what is it that you provide inside there on a weekly, monthly, annual basis? Just because I think it would really help out for people to understand what it means to create content for a membership site. So, um, I'll be, I want to be real careful with, with, what, uh, with the answer because 
the feature we provide is we do weekly content and it's basically either an interview or a feature piece of video content. So it's okay. a weekly video that we do. However, what we what I found and it, we we have a Facebook group that's a paid Facebook group tied to the membership. So if you're a member of of of, of the American Protection Alliance, you're also <laughs> you're also a member of this Facebook group. Yes. What's really interesting is that even though they love the content and even though they almost everyone joins for because of a specific piece of content. When we look at the numbers, we have a lot more members that are in the group paying month to month that the people don't log in every week or every month for the new content. Okay. So the, com the community and the, how, the, how being part of this makes them feel is almost more important than the content we're providing. Yes, we provide content because it's, that's our commitment to them and we want to keep, you know, very valuable to them. Right. But the, but the access to that community, it's actually even more valuable as far as retention than it is that, that the content itself. That makes really good sense. And I think that's a great segue from the prepper space into the freedom space because the freedom community is also incredible. It is so diverse and it's so deep and it's such a great community. So let's kind of switch over into freedom, into how you kind of percolated to the top. I mean, I know you'd work directly with Ryan, you live near him and all that stuff, which is very helpful. Um, but how you kind of um, brought yourself into a position of being able to buy such an amazing resource and amazing membership community. So it was interesting because with Ryan, so yeah, so I'm in Connecticut as well. We're about 45 minutes away from, from his house. And um, I would just show what everything he was doing live. Like he was, he was doing a lot of events in the Stanford, Connecticut area. And I would just go to every single one of them and just like be there and be there. One of the things that he, he said to me was like, the reason I stood out was because I would, I would do stuff. Not that he would give me advice and I would take the advice and then do it. That was it. And then he, and it, that's kind of the engineer project manager, project manager in me. Just, uh -huh. okay, I got to do this. These are the steps. I'm going to go do them. I didn't think that was anything too impressive, but he said, Jose, you know, you'd be surprised how many people have the idea. They know what they need to do, but they just don't do it. Yes. Like, and that, I think, it was kind of what separated me as far in his eyes to be like someone that he, he was wanting to work with directly and, you know, someone he kind of like he took under his wing to a degree, right? Because yes, yes. He, gives me, he gave me a cell phone number and then say, he said, don't call me all the time, but if you need anything, just text me. So kind of like, um, like that. So to a degree, I think it was that, that he saw that in me. Um, and honestly, that's the only reason I've been, we've been successful is because we actually done stuff do it's, the it's work you know surprisingly easy yeah. yeah do the work hey why not you know um let's talk specifically about buying a mm -hmm. an established i know that that sounds so cliche or whatever but i mean there are people who purchase businesses all the time. I mean, and I'm talking brick and mortar businesses um, and things like that, but you don't hear about it nearly as often with people buying online businesses. Um, so yeah. um, I'm really loving the idea of how was freedom set up so that it was possible for it to be saleable and purchasable. So with, with freedom and, you know, here's, it was a, one of the challenges and is a challenge that we still 
work with through is that freedom was so tied to Ryan Lee that to, to understand what Ryan Lee brand stuff and the freedom brand started, mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a challenge. Now, however, the content itself was so good and it was, it was so, and the, the community was so uh, engaged that we were, we knew, and, and it's happened, we would lose some members with the transition because they were in it for Ryan. However, we, we had a lot of people that we bringing in. We had also our own brands that we were bringing and combining together that we would willing to take that risk. So for us was a, a, so a couple of things. So hire a good bookkeeper. <laughs> so that's that's important that's important you, you look at the books you look at the numbers uh but for me i think i had the benefit of, of knowing and and running a membership site um that i knew the metrics because if you look at a pnl uh, um, you know profit and loss statement of right. a membership site versus a product focus it looks horrendous right you, you you're basically this thousand dollar product you're giving them people nine you know 10 months to pay back at a hundred dollars a pop so that's a bad idea if you're looking at the PL. now if you're looking at all the metrics that come with the membership side which is the monthly revenue the you know the current revenue the lifetime value the payback period which is uh, i know i'm getting a little technical here that's but okay. like there's there's things that we, we i figured out with the membership site that are unique to it that if you can have a level of a ratio like so i'll give you a quick math or the ratio of lifetime value versus customer acquisition if it's three times or, or or more that's great if it's two it's okay if it's less it's nah so we were looking we did a lot of that a lot of math uh -huh. on that and and then most of it checked out and that was kind of where we looked at okay this yeah. is a good decision this is the valuation that we have so we kind of work on offers and negotiating terms and whatnot so all this, a lot of stuff that is that, that we can't share here, but obviously, um, yes. But but yeah, it's it's important to that as even though the community was great and the feel of it was great, the numbers still had to work out for us to move ahead with it, and that's kind of where the main idea of it was. So, accounting and and the numbers, the KPIs. Yes. Uh, out. Yeah. No, that that brings up a really good point. So obviously, yes, bookkeeping is is paramount, but knowing what numbers are worth tracking. Okay, how much does this business currently or this membership site currently spend on acquisition on new member acquisition and how long do members stay on your site um, and how can they pay I know that when I joined freedom you had the option of monthly and annual and I went with an annual because I would rather have my credit card hit once rather than on a monthly basis right. um, knowing that I'm going to get the value that I'm going to get so you have to like it's it's a matter of making sure that the membership site is healthy. I guess that's the long the long story short is is this membership site healthy? Is the is the retention rate good? Is the profit um, versus the acquisition costs are those on point and those kinds of things? And that's that's paramount, obviously, with any business. And I think that it's really interesting buying an online business where there is that community aspect of things. I mean, you've got this Facebook group that is tied to this huge repository of freedom generating content ideas. I mean, we can talk a little bit about what freedom is, like what is in the membership site and then kind of go into the community aspect of it. 
Yeah, and you know when initially when when this was set up, it was the idea of freedom was going to be the Netflix for entrepreneurs, which you know it's it's an angle that was that was really good. So it it literally is as of right now kind of a Netflix for entrepreneurs. You can go in and find trainings on almost any entrepreneurial you know any business topic. So to a degree, um, and and this is something that with we we will be somewhat changing in the future where we're going to be more focused on on action and um you know kind of getting people from a to z because we understood that people are learning all this stuff but not really doing much with it so that's kind of the the, the gap that we want to kind of take people you know to the bridge that we want to get people through um right now the the community is really strong it's um it's been really refreshing to get in there and talk to people and having live, live live calls and doing giving people access to us and access to the ability for them to ask direct questions and and get their their specific issues answered their specific um, challenges addressed. So that's been really refreshing. We've gotten great feedback about it too. So it's one of the things that we're going to keep doing to to keep you know keep the engagement in the group. Um, but um, yeah, so it's a two-part two process. We have the, the content set and we have the community, which is similar. We've seen a similar effect to what I saw with my prepper site, where mm -hmm. people won't even log in into the content site. They just wanted to be in the community. We see a lot of that, too, with freedom. A lot of people don't go into the site for content, but they go into the group to ask questions. And that's something that's very, um, you know, uh, it's, it's not unique, but it's a very particular of membership groups and membership sites. Mm -hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, no, there's there's so much value in the community and then in the collective knowledge. And I think with a site like like Freedom, where you've got so much content, there is so much that people can go down. I've noticed that, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, OK, so you're going to go through these six videos. Those are the best six videos for whatever it is that you're going to want to go and do that those six videos could be any number of things and coming into the community and asking and saying hey where should i start is a great use of that that community and i think that you guys have done a really great job in fostering the ability for people to ask questions in there cool. and i think that 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 speaks volumes um because this is the tech of business and um, I like to talk tech at least a little bit on the podcast, um, not just theory and stuff like that. What was it like with the physical transfer of the technology from Ryan to you guys? Um, like I know there's obviously there's the website and there's the maintenance of the website and then there's the admin of the Facebook group and then there's the payments and there's all these things that go into this membership that have to be kind of thought about. And from the tech perspective, what kind of hurdles did you guys go get over in order to make it as smooth as possible? So part of, you know, in a way the transfer was a challenge but also – there's 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 obviously the easy part there's a virtual say hey these are the loggings of these accounts there you go um then the other thing is that um when um when the when the virtual aspect of it goes away there's stuff there that we're like what controls this thing so <laughs> you know like figuring out okay this talks to this so a lot of things are like we had a long spreadsheet 
of things that we had to go through on the transition process and make sure that each everything was working and we have a tech person that we kind of like is our go-to person when something breaks we're like hey what controls this how do we do this and so it's 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 not it's not as hard as and, and just basically the, the what made it hard was the amount of content that was there and the different aspect that made it work okay so so it wasn't it wasn't that huge because it was just a matter of reassigning the owner of these entities as opposed to having to transfer a whole lot of stuff and things like that um yeah so that that's interesting that is for sure interesting with that you know like i thought that there was going to be a lot of tech um challenges that you guys would have to go overcome or tech decisions that would have to be made maybe like is the system's on the wrong server or whatever all that stuff but i'm feeling like that that didn't really happen which is a great thing for the listeners of the podcast right now because it, it, they can say okay yes i can really set up my membership site to make it saleable so that i can sell it in the future or to you know if you are deep into a community and you see the leader of that community is starting a new venture like Ryan, who is a serial entrepreneur, right. you have the opportunity to maybe step in at some point in time. And there's not as much tech hurdles as um, I would have thought. No. And the, the, the thing that made it really easy, too, was that there were all systems that were they didn't have too much of a custom code. They were like, okay, we have SAM card and we have member mouse and we have WordPress and we have things that were like established mm -hmm. that were not like we didn't, we didn't have too much of a special coding on it, right? So it was kind of like that. Anytime you have a lot of, you know, integrations that might get funky, especially if you have code that is proprietary or specifically made for your, so in, in, in our case, we had stuff that were like preset solutions that talk to each other and if someone's broke something's broken we cannot figure out where it is and we have also that it's important to have that tech person that with the tech person a customer support person we brought them on board with us because they have con continuity and everything they know where things are and that would really that was a real real smart decision because now we know that we can go back and say hey what happened here and the customer person would know or the tech person would know Oh, wonderful. That is such great insight into, you know, into that, that side of things. Now, um, I want to wrap up with uh, one, you know, one other question here that is, uh, you kind of alluded to it, that you're kind of making some changes or you're really trying to go from this uh, resource of options to helping people get through and to get to the to the profit side to get to the business actually working for them side of things so what kind of visions do you have um for freedom that can that's going to keep it at the forefront of uh, of the members minds so that they continue to be excited about the about being part of this community and moving forward and working with you guys and all of that because you can't buy a membership site and leave it status quo. Everything is always moving right. forward. And when you've taken one person's brain and uh, and vision and you've purchased and you've you're no longer using that person's no longer providing the vision and the direction. I know you guys are changing directions because that's what happens. And I'm just curious to know how you guys are going about that or what you're what you're thinking of doing as far as switching the membership to keep people engaged but still take it down the path that you want to see right right absolutely so we definitely want to keep the same awesome 
level of coolness in the group, <laughs> you know, that, that make it really valuable. For as far as the content, we want to keep the same level of quality of content, but also be able to provide people an A to C solution, like solutions of like, okay, if you go through this, it's more of a certification course. Okay, you learn this from A to C, you know how to do it, rather than a collection of videos that are more high level. Mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that's more granular and people can take from a to z and make it okay i want to learn facebook ads this is the thing and you go through it we update it we have case studies and stuff keeping the level of quality of that but also giving people a more of a path from okay this is what you do now this is what you do next these are the hurdles this is how you solve them and taking them from a to c because that's the thing a lot of a lot of them are just watching all the videos and not doing anything mm-hmm. so we want to remove that excuse from from that just make him say, okay, you completed this, this is the next thing. And and that's kind of the vision that we have. Yes, I, I love that. It, and it's it's building off of what was already there. So you again, you bought something that was there and established and you're putting your own spin to build off of it that to propel the members even further. I, exactly. I, I, I really admire what you're doing and I really wanted to bring you Thank onto you. the podcast because I wanted people to be able to see what it's like as a membership site owner um, in the different phases of membership. And I feel like you've really given us a good um, vision and like helping us actually see this. So Jose, can you share um, how people can connect with you and with Freedom? And then as you know, I like to end every episode with a curveball question. So we'll do that after you're done. Uh-oh. So <laughs> to reach me, you can go to freedom.com, basically F R eedym.com uh-huh. and my email is jose at freedom.com so anything you need the best way to reach me is really through email um everything else just gets gets sent to the back but the email kind of were the best place to 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 get a hold of me Cool. That makes it nice and easy. And um, I'm excited for members of the tech of business community to check out Freedom and see if it is a good complement to what you're already doing in your business. Now, Jose, I'm not letting you off the hook without that curveball question. And um, I I just kind of like I build it off of um, what we're already, you know, been talking about. And I'm curious from your perspective, if there are things that as a membership site owner that you think propel a membership site faster that you wish you had the bandwidth to do. Like you wish, like you had all the team members, you had all the video editors, you had all the everything that you know would be a one amazing thing to invest all this effort and time in assuming that you have that effort and time that would make the make the freedom community or any membership community just propel its uh its relevance and um and and authority um so like the way that we're doing right now is just i would focus a lot more on paid traffic and being in resources into facebook ads and uh advertising so that would be one of my go-tos if i could choose anything and that's some i i say that because that's one of the things we're doing right now if mm-hmm. i was to choose anything it would be more about micro content over the fence basically free content that we're providing in 
multiple platforms, kind of like the Gary Vee approach. Like right now, we love to do that, but we just don't have the bandwidth to do it. But it's kind of the next step that we want to do, be able to like, you know, take a piece of content and just give it a lot of legs and just make it YouTube video, Instagram video, Facebook video, blog post, podcast, and the whole, the whole shabam. So that would be kind of the bandwidth part that, that we'll love to have right now. If you give me one or the other, I would choose pay traffic still, but that's kind of the, the next step. Oh, well, that that's a great, uh, a great idea. And I mean, it, it kind of speaks to membership sites survive and thrive when you have constantly have new people being introduced to the brand. I think that you just kind of summed it up in two different ways that remembering that with your membership site, that your site is going to continue as long as you bring in new members and you give everybody as much value and quality as you possibly can. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so, so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today, Jose. I have enjoyed this conversation. Great to be here, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening. So again, if you go to freedom.com, F-R-E-E-D-Y-M.com, or just click on the link from the show notes, you can find out more about Freedom. Remember again, you can book a call with me just by going to callwithjamie.com, C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com, and we will jam out on the tech in your business. Thank you so much for listening and sharing the Tech of Business podcast with your friends, colleagues, and business associates. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.